Simplin is a printer, are simple and plain, but impressive. His father, respecting the boy's strong disinclination to become a tallow chandler, selected the printer's trade for him, after giving him opportunities to see members of several different trades at their work, and considering the boy's own tastes and aptitudes. It was at twelve years of age that Franklin signed indentures as an apprentice to his older brother James, who was already an established printer. By the time he was seventeen years old, he had mastered the trade in all its branches so completely that he could venture with hardly any money in his pocket, first into New York and then into Philadelphia, without a friend or acquaintance in either place, and yet succeed promptly in earning his living. He knew all departments of the business. He was a pressman as well as a compositor. He understood both newspaper and bookwork. There were at that time no such sharp subdivisions of labor, and no such elaborate machinery as existed in the trade today, and frankly could do with his own eyes and hands long before he was of age everything which the printer's art was then equal to. When the faithless Governor Keith caused Franklin to land in London without any resources whatever except his skill at his trade, the youth was fully capable of supporting himself in the great city as a printer. Franklin had been induced by the Governor to go to England, where he was to buy a complete outfit for a good printing office to be set up in Philadelphia. He had already presented the Governor with an inventory of materials needed in a small printing office, and was competent to make a critical selection of all these materials. Yet when he arrived in London on his errand, he was only eighteen years old. Thrown completely on his own resources in the great city, he immediately got work at a famous printing house in Bartholomew Close, but soon moved to a still larger printing house, in which he remained during the rest of his stay in London. Here he worked as a pressman at first, but was soon transferred to the composing room, evidently excelling his comrades in both branches of the art. The customary drink money was demanded of him, first by the pressman with whom he was associated, and afterwards by the compositors. Franklin undertook to resist the second demand, and it is interesting to learn that after a resistance of three weeks, he was forced to yield to the demands of the men by just such measures as are now used against any scab in the unionized printing office. He says in his autobiography, I had so many little pieces of private mischief done me by mixing my sorts, transposing my pages, breaking my matter, and so forth, if I were ever so little out of the room, that notwithstanding the master's protection, I found myself obliged to comply and pay the money, convinced of the folly of being on ill terms with those one is to live with continually. He was stronger than any of his mates, kept his head clear because he did not fuddle it with beer, and availed himself of the liberty which then existed on working as fast and as much as he chose. On this point, he says, My constant attendance recommended me to the master, and my uncommon quickness at composing occasioned my being put upon all work of dispatch, which was generally paid better so I went on now very agreeably. On his return to Philadelphia, Franklin obtained for a few months another occupation than that of a printer. With this employment failing through the death of his employer, Franklin returned to printing, becoming the manager of a small printing office, in which he was the only skilled workman and was expected to teach several green hands. At that time he was only twenty-one years of age. This printing office often wanted sorts, and there was no type foundry in America. Franklin succeeded in contriving a mold struck the matrices in lead, and thus supplied the deficiencies of the office. The autobiography says, I also engraved several things on occasion. I made the ink. I was warehouse man and everything. Nevertheless, he was dismissed before long by his incompetent employer, who, however, was glad to re-engage him a few days later on obtaining a job to print some paper money for New Jersey. Thereupon Franklin contrived a copperplate press for this job, the first that had been seen in the country and got the ornaments for the bills. Meantime, Franklin, with one of the...